0: Welcome back. It's the birds and the leaves. It's Nathan. And I'm here with Kim coming to you from the game room on a Wednesday night when the kids are out of the house. Mm -hmm. Kim, how are you? I'm good. You have had an exciting day today. Have I? Yes. All that Pokemon card sorting that you did before dinner.
1: I do what I can to be engaging and ultra hip.
0: Ultra hip. Yeah. For, for, the, so. you, for anyone out there listening who has children or might also be involved <laughs> in the Pokemon thing, which yeah. at some point I thought was going to die, but has not yet. Yeah. Um, our son, for his birthday money yeah. spending, got a bunch of uh, trainer boxes. And if you don't know what those yeah. are, they're big boxes full of Pokemon cards. So being a good mother, Kim was out there today uh, helping him sort them and yeah. explaining to him that not every card is worth $3 million. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um the reality that most of these cards are worth about the paper that they are written on. Some of them are, on, some
0: of them potentially, but but not 3 million.
1: No, no, he's not going he to retire off his Pokémon. He mm. is not going to
0: retire off his Pokémon. However, we might once he gives them up. <laughs> How is that? He leaves them at home and then one day we get oh. them appraised and find out that they're worth 3 million dollars so all you're of them together. stealing his money? No, he'll forget about it. It's oh. Not stealing. Well, he will forget about he it. He will forget yeah. about it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of our week. <laughs> yeah. it's, been, it's been interesting uh, that yeah. this has been, this has occupied a lot of time, Pokemon, but yeah. uh, if you guys were listening in on us last time, we were talking about TV shows. Tonight, we are not going to be talking about anything as frivolous and light as TV shows, because, nope. Kim, uh, well, let's tell everybody what's going on. This Saturday, yeah. uh, the church that I am a pastor at, we are hosting a seminar on anxiety and depression. It's understanding what anxiety and depression is. Yep. Um, and we have a, a, a member of our church, Dr. Jerry Mangazi, who's going to be speaking, uh, primary uh, keynote on yeah. depression and anxiety. But Kim, you're also presenting, as yeah. well as a few others. Yeah. And, and you're
1: going to be up there as my... Emotional support husband.
0: Yes, emotional support husband. Um, I'm there to, if case anybody looks like they're sleeping, to make sure that they're awake.
1: No, you're going to be more than that. You're going to help me a little bit. Good, because I have no
0: idea why I'm out there. Yeah, well,
1: that's why you're going to help me some. And I tend to, when I speak in front of people, speak until I cannot breathe. Yeah, so So I'll be there to help with that. you will be alternating with me a little bit to give me some literal breathing room. Yeah,
0: I feel like my, okay, let me just say something. Do I sound like I'm sick? my i feel like i'm i mean
1: your voice is just as deep and sexy as always well
0: i know that but i feel like it's dropped a little bit lower but i was being made fun of the other day about my microphone voice so oh yeah um no actually i do feel kind of like there's a lot of wind today so i was wondering if the allergies were yeah stuff coming through but it's okay if i don't sound that way they don't sound that way right Alrighty. Well, in light of uh, of this weekend, Kim thought this might be a good time to tie in together some discussion on mental health and how it relates to our family. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I truth, truly, and truthfully, uh-huh. do not know
1: what I have uh, planned. What you
0: have planned? So again, I what I do is I push the buttons over here. Can I tell and you the
1: then, funny part about you not knowing what that you actually have access to this?
0: I do, but. <laughs> I know the subject, but I don't necessarily know what you're going to do.
1: Okay. Okay. So, I will start. I'm going to give you a list. I didn't
0: tell you you could start yet.
1: Okay. We're going to play that card. <laughs> no, we're not going to play that card. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. You're ready. Go. Thanks for the permission, okay. sir. Hey.
0: I run the board.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm just gonna start with naming. I know that you are really big into TV yeah. and movies. TV so I, and movies. Okay. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about some people who shockingly have dealt with anxiety or depression. Okay. Either go for one. It. They can be lumped sometimes, depending. Okay. So this is. Well, actually, this is just depression for this list. Um. Kristen Dunst.
0: Okay. Kirsten Dunst.
1: Dwayne Johnson. Really? Yeah.
0: Mister The Rock.
1: Uh huh. Katy Perry.
0: Okay, I can understand Katy Perry.
1: She's, I, I, it doesn't shock me when a singer has depression. Yeah. I, I think that's probably a lot, a lot of COVID. Well,
0: I'm knowing Katy Perry's background. Yeah. um, I'm sure there's probably some.
1: Lady Gaga.
0: Well, yes, I did know that. Lady yeah. Gaga.
1: Kristen Bell.
0: Kristen Bell? Really? Yes. Veronica Mars herself yes. suffers from depression. Okay.
1: Bruce Springsteen.
0: Interesting. Uh-huh. Wow, you you have not hit any of the ones that I do know who That's, have struggled with it. That's yeah. interesting.
1: Well, I tried to pick some that were like at the bottom of the list. Okay. Um, Ashley Judd.
0: Ashley Judd. I did know Ashley Judd from
1: Naomi Judd.
0: Yes, and Naomi is where Judd she gets it. is yes because Naomi Judd, unfortunately, yes. who 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 uh, uh, took her own life, yes. and suffered from uh-huh. that as well.
1: But it is so. I just thought that spoke to the fact that it can be family. Related, you yeah, can genetically, yeah, definitely be passed bringing, down. Yeah, um, Terry Bradshaw,
0: huh? Interesting, yeah, wow. So,
1: that was my list. I just thought it was an interesting way to start out. I'm gonna the, add a few.
0: Okay, uh, uh Will Wheaton has okay. sp- spoken openly about his depression, which also
1: has my birthday. Is that Will? Wheaton?
0: I don't think I don't know if it's Will Wheaton. Okay. Oh, I forget. Um, Zachary Levi, who was on the show, Chuck. And uh, Shazam, he plays mm-hmm. Shazam. I believe, I believe that is something he has struggled with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's not, it's not uh, unusual. Um, yeah. I wonder if it's, it's more prevalent in the acting and singing world because of the nature of their job uh-huh. and what they do. I, I mean, mean I, it could be.
1: It's a natural way to cope. Right. Yeah,
0: and you face a lot of things like rejection and uh-huh. whatnot. So uh
1: yeah, so it's the circumstances create yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, so that that was kind of some trivia to start with. Yeah. Uh, happy trivia.
1: So let's talk a little bit about the role that 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 all of this plays in our lives as a family. <sighs> okay. Or kind of how this started for us. How did mental health, how did that all become a thing? What was the point we realized something's happening?
0: Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> boy, that, that question.
1: Yeah, it's hard. Yeah,
0: if you're listening and we've never talked about this, yeah. well, we're maybe getting some phone calls. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, are you talking about me specifically? Yeah, or? I mean, so I okay. struggle
1: with a little bit of depression yeah. as well. But I would say that yours can be more crippling at yeah.
0: times. So, yeah, probably about... Uh, four or five years, well, it was three years into our marriage. Mm -hmm. You've heard the story. We ended up uh, uh, moving. And uh, up to that point, there had been some instances in our relationship where we had seen some, well, actually, it goes all the way back to even before we're married. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, I have a very uh, uh, prevalent issue of losing my temper um, very easily.
1: I would say that. I would
0: say, yeah, it's probably more of a had. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, it was one of these things where I would get mad and, um, and it was such an onset so quickly of, um, just frustration and, and even to the point where, and we'll get into this a little bit, but anyway, that was what we saw. And, uh, that kind of would escalate at times. And then when we were. Uh, in the process of moving and all the things that are going on, super stressful with Mm -hmm. your father's illness and then ultimately his passing and then me losing my job and coming back, we noticed that there was an uptick in that. Yep. Um, Which uh, to be truthful and honest was one of those things that really kind of brought our marriage to the brink. Yeah. um, Very, very in in a a very serious way to where, um, we were really close to um you were really close to making a decision whether you wanted to stay. And and, and I yeah. will describe that, you know, I'm I'm responsible for my for my responses and actions and saying, you know, terrible things and getting angry and yelling and um and things like that. And uh mm-hmm. you know, ultimately we uh me, ultimately, after much uh, encouragement from you more than encouragement like finally that was like the <laughs> line was drawn I yeah. decided to finally go yeah um get some counseling and uh the reason well actually what's interesting is uh what I went to my uh uh general general practitioner first and I said hey you know this is something that I'm kind of mm-hmm. kind of dealing with I feel like you know there's a couple of different things yeah. um you know, there's this flare-up temper, there's this anger, there's this frustration, it just kind of comes boiling out. And I had described to you several times that, like, there were times where I was almost, like, removed from myself, watching mm-hmm. me do it, going, shut up, shut up, stop doing what you're doing, because mm-hmm. you know it's wrong. Yeah. But I couldn't stop, <clears throat> yeah. um, is what it felt like. And uh, so he has me take this little assessment. And this isn't <laughs> a, a sci- it's it's just a bare-bones surface, I guess, mm-hmm. psychological assessment, the uh, yeah. psychiatric assessment, however you want to yeah. say it. I don't know which one's which, but, um, and, uh, he comes back after I tag it. He goes, well, here's the deal. He goes, you are severely like off the chart depressed. <laughs> yeah. He said, you are exhibiting bipolar symptoms. He didn't mm-hmm. say I was bipolar, but he said I was exhibiting bipolar symptoms. And he said, and you have ADHD, now, of all <laughs> that was the one that got Kim. <laughs> now, let me be very clear. I am 40 mm. when mm. I find out that a doctor says I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here's the thing. Time out. Hold on.
1: No. Okay, go out. ahead. You say find out. Have you looked at your side of the closet? I, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's not ADHD. <laughs> That's just it is I hate so- cleaning. It- <laughs> okay, go ahead. Continue. Well, y- you know... Uh, Here's what one of the things about this discussion um that uh it was always hard for me is um whether or not I, I always doubted myself whether this was a real thing or I'm just making it up or is it something that uh you know if I just did a b or c like if I just read my bible it would go away yeah. or um but i went to a, i went to see a biblical counselor and you know he uh, he identified the things that were going on. At the same time, um, the doctor had mm-hmm. given me a very low dose. In fact, later on, yeah. and later on, a few years later, they were like, "This practically doesn't do anything." Right. Um. It, it, it it's the lowest dose you can possibly get <laughs> of, of a prescription yeah. medication that uh, is used for seizures. But he said what it would do was help level out yep. uh, my responses, which we noticed it did. But in talking with this counselor, we were able to discuss some things and. Um, he pointed to some very, uh, serious, uh, uh, thought processes that I had in terms of how I related to other people, how I saw myself in the eyes of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, there was definitely any, he, and he took me to a lot of passages. You know, he took me to Jeremiah and we talked about, um, you know, uh, depending on people the person who seeks everything he's withered why, like by a river and i'm misquoting the verse and everything but um in which i shouldn't because you know i'm a pastor but because you uh, should know everything i about should the know Bible everything top of your well head. in this discussion what's so funny is i'm relating this and i'm completely blanking on everything <laughs> um and so uh uh it's, it's basically he who trusts in the lord will be like a tree planted by the river and and, and grow where I'm trusting all these people. And it describes that as being like withered up in a desert, which is exactly how Mm -hmm. I felt. Um, So we had a bunch of good uh, discussions, um, came back, uh, you know, for a while there I was on the medication. We still had ups and downs, um, As you, between you and me? Between me and you. You know, there would be good times, and then all of a sudden there would be, you know, sometimes these things would come back. And so I'd go back yeah. to the doctor and talk about it. And he said, well, let's let's add an additional medication. Again, super low. Yes. Low dose. Yes. And, I, and I'm talking to, uh, you know, friends and mentors and stuff. Not, you know, at the time I wish I'd done more of that. But, yeah. uh, you know, some talking about it. And uh, so, you know, fast forward to... A couple, wow, man, six, seven years later. Mm-hmm. Maybe. No, not even that. It's like five or six years later. It's really funny because, uh, uh, we'll talk about this as our daughter goes in <laughs> this is so funny
1: this actually we're going to have a if you this is part you, of that presentation yeah if you go to the conference on saturday we are being very vulnerable and talking about a pretty intimate um event that happened at our home yeah and it involves Jessica and we have full permission from mm-hmm. her to yeah. share it and she even reviewed all my notes to make sure that And she wanted me to go deeper into some things. And I was like, I don't think that's okay. Yeah, we don't need to do that. (laughs) But, um, so it, it does involve her at one point. So you continue talking.
0: Yeah. So anyway, uh, where was I? Okay, so we start having some concerns with Jessica. Um, they're very much, ex- she's starting to show some signs like anxiety and depression herself. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some situations going on externally. We First, we thought, okay, these are just what's impacting her There that. was high stress. There was high stress yeah. at school with friends, things like that. And so we thought, okay, that's, this is a contributing factor, which it was. Yeah. But then she, we found out that she had been cutting herself. Right. Um, which, of course, obviously is super concerning. Yes. Um, yes. But <laughs> interestingly enough, from Jessica's perspective, which I'd never thought uh, heard this said, mm-hmm. um, she would come to us and say things like, I wanted to stick my hand in the garbage disposal, but I know yeah. that that would hurt me and I don't want to do it, but I'm scared I'm going to do it.
1: Right. So... So I'm going to stop you for a minute yeah. and I'm going to talk a little bit about why this was confusing for me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> My background is in counseling as far as what I'm trained to do. I'm trained in counseling. I have my master's and spent quite a few years in the industry supporting actual teenagers. And yeah. now I have an actual teenager in my home. Um, I know mental health enough to know when I need to ask for help for my family. Yeah, Um, That is important if you're in the field to not take on your own people's things. Yeah. (laughs) And I've always told Nathan that there's a point of which all I can say is I don't know and you need extra help.
0: Yeah, because, you know, your emotions are tied up in it. And so you've got it. So we got some recommendations for counselors Mm -hmm. and uh, from a friend of yours. Mm -hmm. And so we took her. It is actually your friend's office, right?
1: Oh, this this whole scenario blows my mind. Okay. Yes, it's where she works, and she okay. said, and I knew she would say she couldn't see Jessica, obviously, because
0: they're they're friends. Her daughter She's and got Jessica are friends.
1: sweetest daughter, and I've enjoyed her for years. And um, I knew I trusted this friend to give me good advice, and she said, you know what, I think you need to send her to counselor X Y Z. Yeah, and um, I immediately called the counselor. We got an appointment as quick as we could. Jessica went in there.
0: And so we go in for the meeting. um, And, of course, she takes her back. And we're there, both of us. You know, it's the very first time. And, you know, there's not – there's a little bit of hand-wringing. Like, what are we going to come out with on the other Mm -hmm. side of this meeting? Um, And so finally she has, well, I don't know, 30 minutes with her?
1: Um, her, She had an hour meeting at first. Oh, maybe it was an hour meeting. We were not part of that. But we came
0: back. Okay. So we come back and we sit down with her counselor. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, she says, okay, guys, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. And we had done some family history, you yeah. know, obviously as intake for this. Yeah. She said, well, look, here's the deal. She goes, I have raised three children with Tourette's, and your daughter has it. Yep. And she said, and so here's some of those things. She also identified some things like impulsivity.
1: Which we have struggled with yeah. since she was three.
0: She's super <laughs> impulsive. And that's where those thoughts that she said were mm-hmm. coming with um, – the sticking in the hand and the garbage yeah. disposal is like the, she, the, the fact that she recognizes that I don't want to do that, but yet yeah. there's this thought. So kind of an out of control thought process or something. Yeah. Um, But she says, and she also has something called misophonia, which we noticed that repetitive noises and things like that would uh, literally drive her into a rage.
1: Yeah. I really thought it was just typical like three-year-old or 10-year-old behavior being, oh, my stupid brother or my parents are the worst. Yeah. And then I started realizing that it was actually making her angry. And I don't... Rage angry. Yeah. And she didn't understand it and she got mad. Um we have made some adjustments mm-hmm. for that and we just allow people to eat where they need to in our home.
0: Yeah. That's we, one of the things is eating is yeah. a, is a big factor in that. And so and
1: I would say we've resolved ninety percent of our arguments yeah. with her over that.
0: It's interesting that we aren't necessarily a family that eats around the table all the time. And some of that is the adjustment of yeah. a lot of that is the adjustment it's, of her, giving her the freedom. Yeah. Um, to be able to go now, sometimes we do, sometimes we remember to, but you know, for a while there it was really dicey because, you know, we'd be eating and the noise of it would just make her nuts. Same thing at school, people tapping on. So we were able to get her some help, but it was really funny because in the middle of all this, um, part of the discussion, the intake was discussing family history in which my brother Uh, was diagnosed with Tourette's in his 20s Um, and as we're sitting there and I'm listening she also turns to me and says oh and by the way dad you have it too because Mm. I'm watching you and I can tell I'm watching what's going on and I see it and so um, for me Kim had been telling me this for years um, because of the family history and I didn't because when I would get extra stressed um, there would be physical tics and and sometimes verbal tics and things like that um a lot of times it was just regular repetitive movement and stuff Mm -hmm. which we've learned a lot about Tourette's going forward but here's this Mm -hmm. counselor saying well you have it too um and uh, I was like oh okay well that makes a lot of sense I'm glad I finally know that to which Kim is staring at me the whole time going I've been telling you this as a a a trained counselor yep and you don't believe me, but sometimes that's just what it is. You got to get a confirmation. I have yeah. learned there are many husbands out there that this is still something that they struggle with of believing right. their wife. So, right. Um, what that kind of uh, so what we learned was that the the anxiety and the depression stuff can come t- part and parcel with that to a degree. Yep.
1: Well, it's not part and parcel. If you have Tourette's, the chances of having depression are like 95 percent yeah
0: yeah you can yeah. you can struggle with that and and when you have things going on it's really easy to fall into those yeah. patterns so yeah um boy and there's a lot of things in here that are gaps <laughs> that I don't remember but um well, ultimately what it leads us to what it leads me to yeah is um uh interestingly enough uh at that time my insurance Mm -hmm. Uh, switched and it went to an HMO which of course means that you can no longer you know my primary I couldn't see anymore so I had to go to a new doctor and when I went to this new doctor I showed the prescription of what I'd been taking and one of those what I found out um, in higher doses is actually uh, can be dangerous um, to people uh, who have an allergic reaction to it and it literally Mm -hmm. will rot your skin which is horrible to, to find out but um, obviously I'm not allergic to it, but I had to go get, um, a psyche, a psychologist, psychologist mm-hmm. or psychiatrist, psychiatrist. I had to go get a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. I believe it was to meet with, to be able to get the prescriptions, which has yeah. been really good because, um, she's super awesome and super understanding and, um, sees all of the health involved, like, uh, obviously like my weight and, and exercise mm-hmm. and stuff. That's a big deal. Um, But at the same time, it's allowed me to um, kind of talk through these things, not like a counselor, but but at the same time, keeps track on how things are working medication. So I'm I'm now actually taking an ADHD medication, which Mm -hmm. helps. Mm -hmm. Um, I've noticed that uh, the nice thing about the 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 other ones that I take is they're not they're not noticeable other than the fact that I don't get mad. Mm -hmm. as much things do frustrate me but i don't have explosive like blow-ups yeah um you know those are the notable things but there's not any like uh lethargy or anything now she is she has said that i have an undiagnosed tick disorder but i mean to me it's like what's the difference disorders are Are undiagnosed it's just yeah yeah, she's calling it a tick disorder but it's it's essentially the same thing right um so uh it's one of those things where uh you know i'm able to for the most part keep it kind of suppressed yeah. it's probably not as severe as other people but it it has come out in unlikely situations the people yeah. i work with have seen it um we had it just happen the other day at a restaurant because of the girl and the way she said <laughs> poppy seed which i didn't like apparently that was yeah. just the, i don't know if it was her accent or whatever but mm-hmm. every time she said poppy seed it was like so um,
1: one of the fun things that we've done, and I don't know how... Are I, we going to
0: share this?
1: I think it's a great coping oh, mechanism. Oh, my gosh. You're okay. thinking no?
0: You can. I don't okay. care. Okay.
1: So one of the coping mechanisms that um, we we kind of ended up landing on is I started calling his... His seasons or his times, his tics, um, they tend to come in groupings. I'll say like a, let's say a 30 minute span or a two hour span. It's almost like you're an alternate person. Well,
0: sometimes they're for, yeah. I mean, sometimes they're in mind. I mean, usually they're there all the time, but go ahead.
1: So when he goes down and is really starting to struggle with that, I call him JJ.
0: Yes. She has personified (laughs) my
1: tics. (laughs) But it's helped me to separate the person who he is, who you are, yeah. when you're feeling frustrated and angry, mm-hmm. but help me separate it from everyday life. Yeah, That's it's a normal. thing. It's a thing. It's yeah. not... Yeah. And it helps me laugh more about it and understand that it is like somebody else in the room. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's somebody who has a, a mouth on them that won't stop talking. Mm-hmm. It's somebody who gets frustrated. Yes. And as long as I keep that... Um, at top of my head, then yeah, it's easier to that. deal with. Yeah. So I highly suggest that if you have somebody that really struggles with something like that to consider that as a as long as they're okay with it, consider it a joke mm-hmm. or funny. And sometimes you talk to JJ and tell him to stop. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> No, I just recognize it. You know, it's, it's, you know, thinking about through, through this, um, you know, part of me is a little bit embarrassed Im- Embarrassed, not because I'm, I'm taking you know. There's parts of me that get embarrassed, but not because I'm taking mm-hmm. some kind of medication, because I firmly believe that that God created smart people, yeah, to come up with those things. Because some of those things are just unavoidable. But yeah. you know, when we first started doing it, it was okay. This is just going to be for a short time till I can work these things out, and yeah. even identifying the issue, right. and working through those things, it was still happening. Sure. Um, and I so think can-
1: I think you had higher hopes than I did for the lack of for getting off the the duration
0: of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and I I don't want to say that it's just something, a crutch that I've fallen back on. I mean, it is something that, uh, you know, it's, I mean, who knows the, the reason it could be something in my head, chemical, it could be whatever, but there's something that, um, I can go from perfectly happy mood to really upset and without any understanding of why, Right. And I can remember calling you saying, I am super bummed out. I'm super yeah. sad. I want to go home and crawl in the bed. And I have no idea there's
1: why. Because no re- everything's good.
0: I was like, everything's fine. Yeah. Everything is good. It's been a great day. It's a day, place but, to be in. But sometimes I want to do that. So um, the frequency of that has not has has gone down significantly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen very often. But, uh, so y- you know, there's... One more in and all, yeah. you know, so but fortunately I've had uh, a team that I work with and a church that has been very understanding and, uh, open about it. So when I say it, mm-hmm. there's not a, uh, yeah. there's not a, oh boy, there's something wrong. It's just like, okay, you know, um, we understand this and, yeah. and great. In fact, uh, occasionally I'll, you know, get called in <laughs> and go, Hey, how, how's that? How's all that stuff working for you? you doing all right. Mm-hmm. Go, oh yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, you know that's the that's the fortunate place I'm in because to be honest with you, where I had been before, yeah, a few of the places or one of the places at least, I you know it would have been something that I felt like I would have had to keep hidden,
1: right? Yeah, right, yeah. Um, so we went to a local church, Irving Bible, and I really ibc as a lot of people call it um i I think a lot of our initial healing started there yeah the the openness and the kindness of anybody that we were willing to talk to about it Mm -hmm. was just it it was amazing how we were just brought into the circle and they were you know gave out resources and
0: yeah in fact they were the ones that set up my counseling yeah Yeah.
1: so you know the right time the right place trusting in the people that were going to really help you through that um Mm -hmm. we were just in a blessed scenario and continue to be in a wonderfully blessed scenario to be at a church that recognizes this is something we all struggle with whether it's us personally or a
0: family member or a family
1: member or a neighbor that you know Mm -hmm. in depth and know their struggles um is not something to be taken lightly and it is not something to be made fun of. It is just part of life. So, yeah,
0: I think that's what we see it as is mm-hmm. it's not debilitating in the sense that no, I, I stop, you know, it's just like recognizing, oh, here we go. Yeah. You know, this is happening. Uh, here's yeah. what we're going to do. Okay. Um. You know, occasionally the, 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 the anger stuff. And, you know, I remember the counselor basically saying um, the reason you get angry is because that's the only emotion you know how to apply. Yeah. And you don't know how to feel about certain things. And I thought that was an interesting take mm. is that he said, y- you know, you've tried to be tough. Yeah. Yeah for so long and not, even though you're a very emotional person and responsive yeah. person, he goes, you don't know which one to use except being angry. Yeah. Um, now I also believe that anger can be a lot to do with the fear you have going on. And I do think yeah. that's a fear of people. Sure. Um, and, and the understanding that for, you know, one of the things I struggle with is what is, what is, what do people think about me? Mm-hmm. So yes, there's definitely that fear. Um, at the same time, uh, He's like, the only emotion you have to be able to do at the time was to apply, f- apply anger to it, which has gotten better. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's a, it's yeah. a more rational, like, okay, I'm Having feeling more this compassion. way, yeah. have more compassion, being able to <laughs> say, okay, that's not the truth. And, and this isn't, I know this isn't, and, and I have great people around me that I work mm-hmm. with they are like, okay, come on, man. Yeah, You know, this is a lie and you know, this isn't true yeah. and there's not a get over it. It's just, okay, let's, let's tell you, right. just remind you, this is not what's going on. Right. So um and that and helping me get towards the you know being able to continually do that on my own anyway uh, you look like you have a question so
1: yeah so in speaking of to that or in that um what can your what does your family do what does your church do what does your work do in this scenario it happens to be church um to help you kind of combat that overcome
0: it uh, well, I mean, truthfully, it didn't change how anybody treated me. That was a good thing. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. didn't change how we interacted. It was just, it was kind of like a, okay, well, you know, thanks for being open and honest and not in a flippant kind of way. It's like we really appreciate the fact and we're here to pray yeah. for you, and they do. Um, my our senior pastor, my boss, he he calls me in regularly, mm-hmm. and it's a sit down and go. All right, tell me. Let's take a temperature read. How are you? Mm-hmm. And it's not just me. It's it's how's your wife? How are your kids? How's everybody doing? Is there anything you need? Yeah. What are you dealing with? What are you struggling with? And and it's never a oh come on man this again right? You know it's it's a. Um, <clears throat> it's definitely a very compassionate and understanding and, and he's the kind of boss you want, right. Uh Who, who, uh, pushes you to be the best at what you do and wants you to to succeed and at the same Mm -hmm. time understands where i'm just a person you know that this is these are the things they struggle with sure and uh, you know one of the things i i laugh about the fact that you can walk into his office and go okay right now you're not my husband's boss you're my pastor yeah and so i need you i need you to listen to me and he does doesn't matter Yeah. yeah go for it and for you to say, hey, you know, when these things happen, it reminds me of this terrible time we went through. And he yeah. looks at you and goes, well, that's not what's happening here. Yeah. And I yeah. promise you that. Those are, you know, that and, and just feeling like the people you're with go out of their way to make sure that you know that they genuinely care for you. Right. This isn't just a work relationship. They genuinely care mm-hmm. for you, your family, and what happens. And so that's been huge. And they don't deny it. Yeah, they don't deny it. They sit there, and go, "Okay, this is a legitimate thing." Right. Um, there isn't just some flippant. Oh well, if you just pray more, um, it'll go away. Yeah. You know. You know what? You I, need help and prayer and. You I know. don't
1: know if you realize, but this past Sunday we were out with our life group, and um, when the poppy seed issue came up, <laughs> um, it was the first time ever. Do you want to take a minute to stop?
0: Uh, yeah, let's take a minute to stop. Everybody, we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Apologize. That was a, a minor emergency, having to do with uh, a small glass of bourbon <laughs> <laughs> that fell that fell. <laughs> All over the recording stuff, but it's
1: okay. Whiskey emergencies or bur- bourbon emergencies happen.
0: So I went and poured Kim some more, and uh, we're good. It wasn't mine. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it
1: was definitely yours.
0: We're very honest here. All right, yeah. Kim. So you were you continue. You were. You I can't were speaking. remember what I was saying. Oh well.
1: Oh, I know. Okay. Okay. So um, this weekend was the first weekend I noticed that something happened. <clears throat> and this has been years in the making. So you had the, the tick attack at the table and it was the first time that you actually didn't go to the restroom and kind of hide from it. So the tick happened and then you left the table and went outside for a walk to get fresh air. Cause that does help. That's part of your calm down process. Um, sensory overload reduction kind of thing. And not a single person at the table. There was like twenty people there. <laughs> There's four hundred and thirty two kids and like twelve adults. And not a single person worried because they knew exactly what was happening. Yeah. And you didn't have to say a word. It was that honor, respect, and trust that was happening between longtime friends. Yeah. That they knew you were gonna be okay and you just needed a break.
0: Yes. during the break I, I realized that I was interrupting Kim some so yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to give her the floor uh, so I just I apologize for earlier when we,
1: when we okay so when we talk about growth and becoming better at who we are, that's part of it is having the comfort with with whatever you're struggling with mm-hmm. and being able to push through that and know these people it's not going to make them think any less if I walk outside for a minute. Yeah so that was a cool experience Mm
0: -hmm. it was
1: oh geez
0: (laughs) what else do you have
1: i'm i can't why not i I don't know it's weird what's so
0: weird i'm giving you the floor what else do you have what what else do you want to talk about (laughs) kim
1: so moving forward what does this look like for you
0: oh man um well right now it's just a staying consistent with things um you know I feel like you know there's probably a impending uh, return to some counseling mostly because of just I'm getting older and change. and now yeah now there's just some some things about getting older that I may just or, or talking yeah. to my friends who've already been there you know yeah. um you know there's just I'm also at this Place of life where I it got here pretty quick, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think there's some things of just talking it out, you know, mm-hmm. or looking back and reflecting on uh, the years, you know, ministry years and whatnot, and mm-hmm. you know, you start getting that midlife, like, okay, was I successful? Mm. Did I leave an impact on people? Okay, so so that's the well. Hold on, okay. Okay. I'm not interrupting. No I'm, not, yeah. no, I'm sorry, you can interrupt me if you want. Go ahead.
1: That was super low. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna run with it. Oh boy, I'm in okay. trouble. <laughs> so this podcast is something for our kids to look back on. Yes. That's half of why. That's mostly why we do this. Yeah. Because everyone else can listen if they want to, but we mostly want our kids to have something to hear our voices and know they're loved and mm-hmm. cherished. When you think about them listening to this in, well, when they're our age, yeah, right. Yeah. They've got kids. They, they're, they're maybe struggling with their own whatever things going on what do you want them to know uh moving you know with or with us not here on earth
0: it doesn't make you broken
1: mm, absolutely you
0: you you know these are just things you yeah. know it doesn't ruin you. I mean, yeah, in, in the spiritual sense, yes, we are broken people. But, yeah, you know, dealing with these things, if you're getting help yeah. and wanting to face them, it doesn't ruin you. You, right. you can be you're, – you're just as loved and important and mm-hmm. – um, people care about you they want the best for you when people come to you and say hey you need to get the help it's not because they're annoyed with you it's because they really want you to win right they want the best right. for you and I think yeah. that was something I had to learn was even when somebody was was not critical but like give advice or maybe you could have done this better it wasn't because they were mad at me or wanted to one-up me it's because they legitimately wanted me to succeed I think in life
1: I think that is an awesome some that is an awesome legacy to leave your kids is that You know, having someone gently remind you that maybe you need help right now is not something saying you're not worthy or you're not valuable.
0: No, we want that. We want you to be the very best that you can be. And we want you to experience the joy of living Mm -hmm. and in particular living out what God has set before you. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, you know, don't let these things inhibit that. Mm -hmm. Um, Get the help because that's the that's the best. Right. You know, in him is the best. And so we don't want you to miss that.
1: I think I want my kids certainly to, I mean, what you said is beautiful and absolutely want them to know that I want them to know they're valued, but I want them to know that even on their worst day, that they can make huge, they can move mountains Mm. even on their worst day. And I want to show them that through my behavior, when I have my worst days. Right. Yeah. And I have bad days. I I have PCOS. I struggle with it really, really awfully. Um, it affects me a lot. And depression is one of my key characteristics of it. Mm -hmm. Depression and weight gain are my two biggest hurdles that I'm constantly jumping over. Um, and i want them to see that even when i'm just in those days where i just don't even want to get out of bed i don't have the energy and i need all the caffeine that i'm still willing to do what it takes to love other people
0: so what when you hit that what what do you mm. tell yourself or what what gets you to get up because you know, that's what a lot of people say is depression. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question. You know, what thought process do you go to is <laughs> do you pray? Do you what do you do to sit there on the morning cuz I know when it happens and yeah. I see it. Yeah. That you wake up and just go, "Okay, I got to I got to get up and I got to go."
1: Um my grandmother who I think I've talked about before on a couple of podcasts ago. Every time she would talk to someone, she'd always give them a compliment. So, I try to mimic that and when I feel really really awful and I hate the world I try to text someone something that will change their life for the better hmm. so um, hey Andy I'm so thankful for you being my friend or yeah. hey Nicole I'm really thankful that we can talk about work stuff I make it very specific yeah, very on specific who they to are them. and very specific on what I think they need at the moment Okay, and that kind of takes me away from I am a horrible person Mm. to how much I adore my tribe and my people. Okay, Um, so you shift your mind by what you focus on. Yeah, and I try to focus on anything Hmm. other than what Satan has allowed or Satan has put in my head.
0: Yeah, and that's the struggle. That you're the opposite of me. Like I get all bogged down in that (laughs) thing in my head.
1: Well, and that's why I said I think your struggle is a, a stronger struggle than mine is because I, I often can pull myself up out of it.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, we also have to remember is it's yours,
1: mm-hmm. right? Oh, And, sure. and, and yeah. it's not
0: something we use as a badge of honor. It's not something nope. that we brag about. It's just this is the thing I got to deal with. Yeah. Um, and I think
1: just recognizing, though, if your partner, if you have it and your partner has it, recognizing who's maybe more life imbalancing mm. is really important. Yeah. Because for me, if we wake up and we both have a depressive mo- mode – right which we've done it is easier for me to serve you by this is gonna sound silly but one of our things is we go get each other drinks it's easier for me to go and get you a coke than it's for you to go get me a drink Mm -hmm. so i will go and get you something to try to help because it helps me serve you and it helps you come maybe a little bit further away from darker days
0: Mm. yeah Yeah. interesting Yeah. yeah Well, <coughs> is there anything else you'd like to add going into the weekend?
1: I don't know. How about you?
0: I, I... I <laughs> it's just, you know, it. I don't even know I'm doing it.
1: I know. That's why I told you.
0: I know. And yeah. now I feel terrible. Which is, you know, all part of the fact that I have this weird thing in my head that makes me feel terrible oh over oh the littlest gosh. things. Well,
1: okay, here's what I can oh say. Oh my god! To finish it out. Here's what I can say. If you are struggling in a marriage where this is happening. And mm-hmm. and please don't take lightly the fact that Nathan said we almost got separated. When when he says that, he means I was ready to call a lawyer and divorce was imminent. Yes. Um it it was a dark scenario and a place where I was not interested in being his wife. Um God is redeeming. He mm-hmm. his glory comes through when you seek him. Yep. Um it was not an easy road and Nathan and I had to fight for what was ours, which is our marriage. We Mm -hmm. had to fight for the, um, the glory that is today, but you also can come to that. You, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying if you're in an abusive relationship, you you should stay. Mm -hmm. I certainly wouldn't want that. But if it's a situation where someone needs counseling and they're willing to go, there is hope. Yeah. Yeah. So, I am very happily married today. I am um, thankful for who Nathan is in my life. I'm thankful for his desire to grow as a person, not just in our Mm -hmm. marriage because that's important. No, I'm crying. That's stupid. But our lives could have been different 10 years ago. And I am thankful that he was willing to step into counseling and medication and whatever he needed and take those steps because truly Without that happening, I don't know where our daughter would be today,
0: yeah, I don't know how to end on that, I'm but thankful. I love you, I love you too and i'm I'm mm-hmm. blessed that you got to that point and were willing to fight. Um, <laughs> You're
1: blessed that I kicked you out of the house, which actually <laughs> happened I yeah, well, it was for
0: like. <laughs> it was it wasn't
1: until you figured it out it was and, till i calmed down and figured it yeah. out which was
0: like an hour yeah. <laughs> mm.
1: but <laughs> uh, it it, it, w- it could have been forever it could have been a long
0: time <laughs> yeah but uh we're not there anymore so no. but uh and i am very blessed and lucky and i don't take that lightly so
1: and we are happy to refer. I, I would not counsel someone personally. No, no. I can no, no, no longer no. counsel. I'm not a counselor anymore. I have the wisdom, though, to know that we are happy to refer people on.
0: We are experts in realizing <laughs> where we cannot help you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of areas we can do. That's list a lot of areas. And we can. Probably can't help you in cooking.
0: Yeah. It's like literally uh, we're experts in so knowing we, what our limitations are
1: <laughs> healthy relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. Kids that are normal can't Yeah, do
0: that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but in the best way, not normal. Um, like sitting around in, uh, and organizing Pokemon all night. And, and
1: next week we get to do Calico Critters.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, you can't see this, but we're literally sitting in a room with Jessica's collection of Calico Critters strewn about the floor. It
1: is time so. to make sure they are packed away nicely.
0: Oh, and last week was reorganizing all the Christmas Lego sets.
1: <laughs> well, okay. Let me okay this all came from my mom's cabin (laughs) we were cleaning it out and making sure that it's super she has this beautiful new basement and we were purging and this is all the stuff we had up there for fun and the kids didn't want me to throw them away so it was time to organize them
0: yes it was so all right well what's up next week Okay. What did you say? Next me week is the
1: tears from my eyes. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> it's so emotional. It's okay. I'll give you a I kiss normally... when we're done. That makes everything better.
1: <laughs> I normally don't cry, so you guys should feel it should it's a very intimate moment. Mm. Um our next so you guys know we try to alternate fun and serious. This is a serious <laughs> one. We're gonna
0: need a lot of fun.
1: So literally, it's funny things our kids have done. Oh
0: my gosh, this is a book.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I went through Facebook the other day preparing for this one and was just giggling. Oh, There's, my gosh. So we did keep Facebook for our kids' memories of funny things they did. And
0: and they don't have access to it, so they can't change it.
1: <laughs> well, Jess does.
0: Oh, but she doesn't change it. No, she doesn't. Okay.
1: I'm thankful she doesn't change it. But um, Garrett doesn't really do anything. Garrett with doesn't care. He's, they're not supposed to have it till high school, but covid happened so just got her early. he doesn't even care i don't think he, he even
0: care. knows he has it
1: i don't know that he knows what's on there
0: oh okay well maybe he should <laughs> but, well that's what um, we're gonna do we're gonna talk about funny stories yes
1: just silly stories fun stories it'll probably be a shorter one but it will hopefully make someone laugh and that's you know and we get to talk to our kids about funny memories that we have of them so
0: all righty well hey thanks for tuning in kim yeah love you love you too yeah. And uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Hopefully, uh, we'll be back mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. week, which I think we obviously will, yeah. with some fun, exciting stories about uh, some kids you know, mm-hmm. possibly, and some stories you probably already do know, but they never stop being funny. So, yep,
1: so it's just time to laugh and, and have some fun.
0: All right, well, we'll see you guys next time. <clears throat>